Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of Velosos, and you're listening to a Sewing, Save and Mending podcast. Grab a cuppa and join us. Sew, Organised Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. Today, Katrine of Mending Mayhem is back because Mend March starts next week. Mend March is run by Kate Sekulis or Visible Mend. Now, this is a fun challenge in which we all mend together every day in March using prompts and themes that Kate has now posted on her Instagram account. Also, there'll be reminders every week that Kate promises lots of shenanigans and laughs and support so that we can all make an enormous dent in our mending pile. Let's hear from Katrine, who is definitely taking part in Mend March this year. Today, we welcome back Katrine of Mending Mayhem for the first time this year, I think it is. Is that right, Katrine? Yeah. Yes. Thank you for having me again, Maria. It's always fun to talk to you about mending. And you've always got so much information about mending for us. So I'm really thankful that you're able to do these podcasts for us. Oh, it's my pleasure. I love talking about mending, you know. Yes. I can talk about mending all day long. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to Mars now. As it's Kate has this fabulous challenge over at Instagram. Her uh, username is Visible Man. And I think it's the biggest challenge for mending that is on Instagram, as far as I know. And it's almost mending every day. And she makes a lot of fun prompts. You have to be creative. And maybe you need to do something you haven't done before. Find a different way to do things. Something you haven't thought about. Because she makes prompts for every day. So that's really funny. I really enjoy that, that you can be creative. And find different ways to do stuff. And you can get inspiration from seeing what other people do too. So you can learn new things and get a lot of new inspiration. And also you can meet new friends that are just as dedicated to mending as you are. So that's very fun. Last year I was a bit sad because it was homeschool and I had to help my son because he has a lot of learning disabilities and I had to pay attention to him instead of mending so much. But I still managed to have a little bit of fun. So I hope this year it will be better and I can do all the prompts. I think it's a challenge to try to do all the prompts. Not everybody does all the prompts. You can do the ones you want to. Okay. I try my best to do everyone, even the tricky ones. And Kate let us play with the prompts and we can like make something else out of it if we can manage to find a good way. So that's also a bit fun because people choose different solutions, you know. And sometimes I'm cheating a bit and make something quite different than the prompt actually says, just using the word and playing with it, making something totally different. But Kate doesn't mind. She's very okay with it. I often... And then my winter coat is very poorly. It's like bought five years ago and everything on it is breaking. The lining is all the seams in the lining. I think I managed almost all the seams in the lining. 
and uh, that's uh, something I often do in Mars and this man Mars. The first year I mended it, it was an eagle patch, an applique patch. And it was an eagle because my dog and I were going on the field and they were running loose. There was some eagles because a deer had fallen down and was lying there, so they fed on a dead deer. And I didn't know this. I must chase after my dog and got stuck on a branch and uh, I ripped my jacket. So I amended it with an eagle because I ripped it because of the eagle. So I have very tiny dogs and eagles would easily take one. And last year I made a sweater because it was a statement. So it said, stay home and mend. It was actually my hubby's sweater, but uh, he didn't want it anymore. And I made it fit me and uh, covered stains with up uh, here which said stay home and mend so it fitted perfectly for last year i think i think so too yeah so i used that sweater quite a bit after yeah i think that was the theme for last year was to stay home and be safe but stay home and mend is even better yeah and then we can also mend the covid virus by staying home so double meaning Often I need to ask people if they have something I can mend for them for Mars because they doesn't manage to make enough things to mend here because I'm constantly mending. But I think this year I might have enough. If not, I need to ask my friends to come with something. <laughs> my sister probably has something I can use. I like to make a plan so I know what to do each day. Yeah, this is a big month for her for Mend March. Such a lot of planning she has to do, but then everyone who mends has to plan as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so. Are you going to play along with Mend March, Maria? I think I have to this year, don't I? Yes, I think you need to do at least a few prompts. <laughs> I will. I'll have a look and see what I can do. I might even do some crochet. Yeah. Have you tried the crochet now? I have. How did it go? Yeah. I think your technique is probably what I need to get to hold everything properly, but it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. I'm always happy when I can make someone do something new that I like, being creative. I referred to your crochet blog post so I can start making flowers. Those work very well as patches, you know, if you have a little hole. Exactly. Yeah, I think since you are very good at sewing, you should be very good at mending as well. I should be, shouldn't I? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but I'm not very good at sewing, but I'm better at mending. Though so you need some sewing skills if you are mending a lot, depending on what you do. Yeah. But of course, you can mend with very few resources, like you can you have thread and a needle and a scissor and a fabric patch and you can mend, depending. But if you need to mend a zipper or something, you need maybe a little bit more sewing skills. Mm -hmm. But everyone can learn. There's a lot of things available on the internet. And Tisha had a guest post for us with a zipper mend. And it's a really good tutorial with pictures so you can see how to do it. She's very resourceful, Tricia. She does so many different things. Yeah. She is a big asset for everyone, both the sewing and the mending community, I think. And for the Sew Over 50 community as well. Yes. Do you think that this year Kate might use her periodic table of mending as a way to set up the prompts? 
Uh, maybe. You can never know the catch is very creative and a little bit unpredictable, but it's going to be fun because just because of that, because you never know what's going to happen. I liked it that way. Like It's just like when I find something that's totally, people don't think it's possible to mend and it's like a big challenge. I just need to mend it anyway because they said it wasn't possible. Ah, okay. Yes, I understand. Yeah. So I had a few of those, but I don't think I did those for March. Maybe my son's winter jacket because he played with uh, some kids at school and um, he tore off a large piece on a uh, winter coat on his arm. And uh, the teacher called and said, oh, you need to ask to get the money from the other parents because it's totally ruined. You can't repair it. But uh, next day he went back with his winter coat. And it was repaired and just, just as good as new. So for your son's coat, did you do a visible mend or an invisible mend? I did a visible mend, but not very visible. I took a similar fabrics and it kind of looked like it's supposed to be this way. Good. That's really good. Yeah. It took it from another jacket that he has grown out of, like a soft shell. So if you don't know, you will think it's supposed to be this way. Mm. But since it's a lot of prompts and lots of mending in March, I sometimes make very small ones too, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I make a little bit one item more the next day to fit another prompt. Oh, I see. That way you can do a few mends on the same piece of clothing. Yeah, and it will last longer if, if it's a lot of things to do on it. Yeah. Like sometimes not on my husband's jeans, for example, because they're very worn and he works a lot with oil and heavy machinery. And mm. so there be a lot of things to do. Oh, yeah. He doesn't remember to tell me I need to mend them, you know. It's just when they're breaking totally apart. <laughs> oh, you need to fix this one for me, please. So does that mean you have, if it's his jeans, does that mean you have pieces of denim and thread available Every time you need to mend his jeans? Yes, I have a lot of like them lying around because people donate to me, you know. But I have a basket in the living room next to me and I have some pieces there so I can fix it in a hurry. But mostly I have uh, already in my uh, like scrap fabric and basket, I will find something. I hear a lot of people say, oh, my husband doesn't want to have this visibly mending. And my husband was just like that before. He didn't like to have a visibly mended jeans at all. He wanted them to be invisible. He's very fond of these big machines and trucks, you know, and motorcycles. So I started making patches with motorcycles, and tractors, trucks, things he liked. And then it was okay. And then I put in some small other visibly mending, like on the pockets, using blanket stitch. Yeah. Because edges on the pockets were afraid. And now he wants his jeans to be visibly mending, but it took a few years. Yeah. Okay. And now he likes very much to have them visibly mended. And he says, those jeans you are mended are much better than the other one because they're thicker and now they're better, you know. Mm, of course. So it's hope for those who do- has a husband who doesn't want to have visibly mended clothes. If you can convince my husband to wear visibly mended clothes, it's possible for everybody <laughs> because my husband is very stubborn and is set in his way. So it's possible. Even my mother visibly mended clothes. No, of course, she, she doesn't remember. But she liked those with embroideries on that make like an embellishment. Mm -hmm. So if you can make those two to wear visibly many clothes, you can make anybody. I'm quite sure of it. I'll keep that in mind. 
because my husband has a pair of trousers and at the bottom of one of the legs, they're black trousers, they're casual, and they've kind of faded in one spot. So I think there must have been some bleach. So I think what I might do is do what you did originally with your husband is get some patches yeah and he likes rugby so if I get some rugby patches yeah that might work that's a good idea and then you can start doing something more bold next time (laughs) (laughs) maybe just uh, keep the rugby a little bit and then he's used to getting this uh, visibly mending and then you can start doing something much bigger when you first mended your husband's trousers. Did you talk to him about it first? They asked me to fix them, but he preferred it to be invisible. So I did darn it with my sewing machine, putting patches underneath so it wasn't very visible. Then after a while, when I was more into the visible mending, I tried to get him to get patches, you know, and then I started with motorcycles, trucks, and other heavy machinery that he liked so much. No, of course, I can do almost whatever I like, but not too colorful then. Okay. Not too much color or not flowers, maybe. I don't think he would like to have so many flowers on his jeans. I'll talk to my husband about it first. He might decide not to have too much color, but then he might. I don't know. He might surprise you. I hope so. Then I can put it into one of the challenges for Mend March. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing your mending then (laughs) in March. I'm really excited about March now. And it's also a very very good thing about March is we get the sun back. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. So March is my favorite month. And winter is coming to an end and it's men March and the sun. And the sun. That's good. Yeah. And what time does the sun go down at the moment now that we're in February? It's a bit over five in the evening it goes down. But of course not here because we, all the mountains are too high. And it's up at nine o'clock. So it's much more daylight now. A little bit more than before. So that's good. Yeah, I'm not very keen on winter. It gets worse the older I get, you know. That's why you have to keep mending your coat. Yeah, the last piece I did on it was uh, some uh, wolves was, was from cushion cover. Mm-hmm. The backside of the covers were broken, so I just uh, kept them for something different because I like the wolves. And now I sew them on the back of my coat. It seemed to get a lot of small holes. Like seems like you have used a knife or something sharp on the back. And it was all the fabric, a lot of places. So I covered my entire back with this one. I don't know what it is with this coat. It is making holes absolutely everywhere. All zippers are broken and most of the seams. You know, in the inside, I have a, even a snowman. Oh, do you? Yeah. And the outside also, I have. I got sent patches from Tessa. She sent me patches to use on this coat. I put them on about the same time with the wolves on the back. So I was waiting, very exciting, to put on these patches she sent me. And I also have a patch which my mom sewed when she got Alzheimer's and she couldn't do big embroideries and draw a lot of patches she could make. So she made a lot of patches I still have. My smallest dog, she's the boss, you know. (laughs) And she's always also very excited to help with mending and crochet and everything. And she can just jump up on my lap when I'm sitting and mending with needles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she just jumps right on my lap. And it's a miracle she's not stuck on a needle. Exactly. Yeah. 
we had it for six years and she does this all the time. So it's kind of a miracle she never got stuck on a needle. That's very good. Yeah. And she is excellent for sorting out yarn. If you need to figure out what is wool, she can help you. Oh. She prefers wool. And if I have some wool yarn lying around, she will steal it. <laughs> if you give an option, sometimes do this just for fun because it's kind of funny. And I put some cotton and some acrylic and some wool yarn and she will pick the wool yarn. She can look at the old ones, sniff on them, and then she takes the wool and runs away happy. So at least that way you can figure out which yarn you can use for felting because she'll pick the wool yarn every time. Yeah. I'm not sure if she recognizes who is more wool, but I think so. She will also take the most expensive yarn you have if she can get her paws on it. She's very naughty. Uh, maybe we should get back to mending and not dogs. <laughs> but my son isn't so keen on the visible mending anymore. Though. He went all the way because he's a teenager. So I mended a lot for Menmars. I can't remember all projects, but uh, also my uh, wool shirt is something that uh, I often mend during March because it has a lot of possibilities. It's very old. It's, I think it's about 15, 16 years old. And it's uh, almost more mending than original shirts. Okay. But you know, here in Norway, we need those woolly underwears because it's cold. Oh, yeah. And this winter have been extremely cold. So my husband read somewhere it's the coldest winter since 1861, but I don't know if it's true, but it's been very, very cold and wind, much more colder than we used to here. So we think it's like a freezing box. But now it's, today is better. Yeah. But I also does mend the dog's clothes, you know. They need mending because they need to wear clothes because it's cold. The tiny one, Ida, she has a coat that has some mice on it because she went into some bushes looking for a mouse. And so I embroidered mice and she also got some flowers because it was a lot of holes. There was a lot of sharp branches under them. That's very cute. She doesn't mind visibly mending at all, but she does mind wearing clothes though. I had to run a chaser to get her to get dressed. She doesn't like to be cold. And last time I had to mend her sweater because she got a hole in it. She thinks she gets too little food and too little attention, though. That's not true. If there are people who are listening and they've never taken part in Mend March, where should they start? First, they might want to check out Kate and her prompts and look at the hashtag Mend March and see what other people have done. And then they can start looking through their wardrobe and see if they have anything that they want to be mended. And when we find what we'd like to mend, they could check what other people have done with similar items and try to do it themselves. That's a good idea. And also, Kate is making one prompt about men make friends patchwork. Ah, yeah. I probably talked about it last time because Erin is having this patchwork swap every year. So we send a patch to a person and we get one back and then we are supposed to use it in March. For Kate's men. This year, my patch pal was Sky from Slow Stitch Club. She was hoping to get something, but not too colorful, but I think I might have missed that a little bit. I'm hopeless. I make too much color. And I am broadly after a picture I've taken a mountain in the sunrise. So it was kind of wild stitchery after the picture. I started first, then doing it 
exactly like a picture, but then I just got wild. Wild with the color? Not so much with color, but uh, about uh, where the clouds were and so. Okay. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be a secret though, but I sent it last week, so she probably will have it for Friday. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> so I hope she will enjoy it, even though it was way too colorful. She'll find some use for it. I hope so. I know my sister wants me to make one for her as well, but I don't think she will get one. It was quite much work. Maybe if she's good. Yeah. But it was fun to embroidery after a picture I've taken myself, though. Is there anything else you want to know about the marsh? No, I think that's good because you covered off how people can start, where they can look. So it's great. Thanks, Katrine. Yeah, and mostly you don't need much to join. Do you need something that's broken and needs to be mended and a little bit of thread and a needle, pair of scissors? Hmm. Scrap fabric. If you don't have scrap fabric, you probably have something that's way too used to mend. And you can cut it up and use pieces of that for patches, for example. And you don't need to be very good at sewing or embroidery or something. You can do it with very little skills. And you can learn along the way and you will get more skills and learn more and get inspiration from all the others who are attending. One of the main reasons people mend is because they want to make sure that they're not contributing to landfill and that they're doing something so that they're not constantly buying all the time. Mending is the thing to do. And it's just a waste that people toss away perfectly good items because they might miss a button or a tiny hole and they just toss it away. It kind of annoys me a bit because you doesn't have to be a genius to manage to sew back a button, do you? No, you don't. (laughs) Or to mend a little hole. At least here we learn a little basic sewing at school and you can manage to patch a hole. Even my husband can do it. That's good. But he lets me do it. (laughs) (laughs) But he can if he has to. My son also knows how to mend, so... But he doesn't do it on a regular basis. But he has learned how to do it. From his mum. Yeah. And all my sister also starting mending more. Okay. I think it's good that people are learning to do it. But no, my sister, of course, knows how to mend, but she doesn't do it as often as me. She delivers to me and gets it back because I find it more fun than she does. <laughs> She prefers to be knitting and crocheting all the time. I also like this, but uh, I think mending is fun because nothing is the same. And I don't like when it's like a repetition, you know. Every mend is different. And that is what's most fun about it. You can be creative. Thanks, Katrine, for helping people understand what Mend March is all about and how they can join in. Nice to be back here. Thank you, Maria. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing everybody's Mend in Mars. I'm really looking forward to Mend March too this year. Yeah, we really should. Maybe you'll be as dedicated about Mend March as I am. I will follow your lead. That's great. Bye-bye. And have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast for the Sewing, Save and Mending series was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Katrine of Mending Mayhem sound by bensound.com you can subscribe to so organized style podcasts but with an s not a z on apple spotify amazon music google stitcher iHeartRadio, and all good podcast distributors 
Make sure you listen to previous podcasts by Katrine of Mending Mayhem for ways to take part in Mend March this year. Next episode will feature Kate of Visible Mend. Send any questions or suggestions you have on our podcast website at soulorganisedstylepodcast.com or on our Instagram Soul Organised Style account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.